Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for September 13th, 2019. The topic this time is Adding by Dividing, Propagating Plants in the Fall. There are always flowers for those who want to see them. Henri Matisse, Jazz, 1947. The French expressionist Henri Matisse was 72 when he underwent surgery for abdominal cancer in 1941 and was subsequently bedridden for three months. During that time, Matisse refused to stop creating art. Instead, he explored a different medium that would be the focus of his work until he died in 1954. Best known for his use of bold colors and paintings that express mood and emotion over realistic depiction, for his last body of artwork, Matisse used shapes that he cut from paper to create colorful collages. This became known as the artist's cutout period. In a sense, fall is the gardener's cutout period because this is the time when many perennial plants can be propagated through cuttings and divisions. Similar to making a collage, gardeners use cut or detached pieces of a plant to form something new. Division is a low-cost way to increase the number of plants in your garden. In addition, dividing parent plants that are thriving in your garden increases the likelihood that their offspring will do well too. Dividing or taking cuttings from plants is the best method of propagation when growing from seeds isn't suitable. Many perennials are difficult to grow from seed or they take a long time to germinate and or grow large enough to transplant into the garden. Also, seeds collected from hybrids often don't grow into plants that have the same characteristics as the parent. Stem cuttings from soft-stemmed perennials usually should be taken in spring or summer. However, stem cuttings from tender perennials can be taken before frost kills off the plant you can overwinter the rooted cuttings indoors and then transplant starts into the garden next spring. This type of propagation works for coleus, pelargonium, salvia, frost-sensitive fuchsias, and other tender perennials. Take stem cuttings in the morning when the plant is fully turgid, which means cells in the plant tissue are swollen with water and are more conducive to making clean cuts. Use a sharp, sterilized implement that will make a straight cut, such as a razor blade, knife, or scissors, and cut off a side shoot of the parent plant where it connects to the main stem. The cutting should include at least three leaf joints. Place the cutting in water or on a damp paper towel. Remove the leaves from the bottom leaf joint, dip the stem into a rooting hormone powder or gel, and insert the cutting into a pre-made hole in a moist, soilless growing medium, making sure the stem doesn't make contact with the bottom of the pot or tray. Some gardeners add mycorrhizae fungi to the growing medium to enhance root development. Keep the growing medium moist. I found covering the cuttings with a clear lid is helpful, but be careful that the soil doesn't become overly wet. Fall is also a good time to take stem cuttings from woody perennials such as Santalina, Artemisia, Rosemary, and Lavender. This kind of stem cutting is called a semi-hardwood cutting because the stems are taken after the year's new growth has stopped but before the plant goes into dormancy or next year's buds have begun to set on evergreen plants. 
Collect the cuttings the same way you would for soft-stemmed plants. Larger branches can be cut into smaller pieces three to six inches in length, but make sure each piece has a leaf node at each end. Remove the growing tip to redirect the plant's energy to growing roots. Some woody perennial cuttings will be ready to plant out in the spring. Others will need more time to establish a root system and should be kept protected until the following fall. In our area, USDA hardiness zones 7 through 8, gardeners frequently have the choice between dividing plants in the fall or spring. However, I found that dividing in the fall often works better for me because I have less to do in the garden at this time of year. In spring, I'm busy propagating seeds and transplanting starts into the beds. Early heat spikes may also upset new divisions in the spring. Plants can be divided by cutting off sections of their roots, such as for Shasta daisy and daylily, or their tubers, such as dahlia and hardy begonia and caladium, or rhizomes, as in canna lily or bearded iris, or by separating offsets of their bulbs, as in oriental and asiatic lilies, or corms for crocus and gladiolus. As with taking stem cuttings, it's best to divide plants in the morning. To divide plant roots, some gardeners dig up the entire plant, while others use a sharp-edged transplanting spade to cut out the section they want to propagate. Either way, make sure the new piece has a growing tip and plenty of healthy roots still attached for replanting as soon after digging as possible. I use my hand to gently tease apart the roots and I trim very long roots a bit for easier transplanting. I add compost and mycorrhizae fungi to pre-moistened planting holes and mulch around the root zone for winter protection. Divide rhizomatous plants by digging around the roots and lifting a clump from the bed. Gently rinse away the soil to expose the root ball and then cut off pieces with the growing tip and roots still attached. Remove old rhizomes that don't have any foliage because they won't rebloom. Allow cut sections to air dry before replanting. A callus will form over the cut, which will protect the rhizome from rotting. Tuberous plants are propagated similarly, making sure each cut piece has at least one growth bud called an eye and a piece of the old stem still attached to it. Replant tubers with the eye an inch or two below the soil surface. Bulbous plants produce bulblets, scales, or bulbils. Each of these can be detached gently from the parent plant and replanted. Some new plants will bloom the following year. Others will need one, two, or even more years before they're mature enough to produce flowers. Corms are productive for only one year, but they grow replacements in the form of one large corm and several miniature cormels. The new large corm will bloom the following year, but it will take several years for the cormels to flower. Henri Matisse was right. There are always flowers for those who want to see them, even if they start out as cutout pieces from plants whose flowers have long since faded. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.